What's up, you guys? <laughs> it's your girl, Cocaine Kisses. You already should know. I'm in the building. I'm hoping you're in the building. And um, yeah, we're here, right? We're here. It's Sunday, February 28th. And um, this is the last day of Black History Month. So let's just jump right into it, shall we? has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 2.13. The Saturn V building up to 7.7 million pounds of thrust and it is clear. You're jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Whatever.
Hey, you guys, what's up? How are you? <laughs> what's up, you guys? Round of applause for you. I know you guys, but listen, let's just jump right into it, right? Shall we? First and foremost, you guys know I love you, right? So I make it my business to tell you every time I start uh, this segment because it's genuine and I wouldn't be able to flourish the way that I am if it were not for you. So I thank you and I'd certainly appreciate you. Uh, yeah, you already. So um, a lot of things I'm going to be discussing today. I haven't seen you. Well, I've seen you. You see you, you guys? <laughs> it's like I can see you, right? I haven't spoken to you guys in about maybe a week, a little longer than that. So, you know, you know how unorthodox I am with this. And um, I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of you guys do love me in this podcast, because it's not scripted. It's not um, fundamentally predictable in a sense. So um, I don't really need to explain my whereabouts, (laughs) even though I do. But I'm here. You guys know because I love you. And so, yeah, let's move forward so a couple of things I wanted to discuss first and foremost um today is my dad's 64th birthday yes indeed shout out to uh Jazzy Jody that's my father and um this segment is dedicated to him Um, I believe the last segment I did was dedicated to my mom's and the month of February is very popular for my family. Um, and I think I said this before, which is why I love February so much because it is black history month and I have a lot of close relatives, intermediate relatives, intimate relatives that are born during this month. So the 27th, actually, well, let me go a little further back. The 26th was my step pop's birthday. Shout out to you, Benji. The 27th um, was my grandmother's birthday. Rest in peace, Hilda. And today is my dad's birthday. So like I did for my mom, you know, I wanted to talk briefly about my dad and um, how influential he has been and still is in my life. Um, he's the first man that's ever loved me and probably the only man who has genuinely, unconditionally <laughs> loved me outside of Jesus himself. Um, but yeah, my dad is 64 today. And if you ever met Jody, right? This motherfucker, yeah, this, this, this is my nigga. This is my dude. My dad is the funniest person you would ever meet like in his past life he totally was a comedian I know he was um I grew up with my father being to me a giant and it's funny that I would say that because if you know Jody um my father is a a rather uh short man (laughs) if you will um I laugh sometimes and I say that you know my family's a bunch of fucking hobbits because we're all short people right but big, big things come in, well, how I go? Big things come in small packages, you heard? So my dad is probably 5'1". I believe my sister is 5'2". My mom is 5'3". I'm 5'4". <laughs> the youngest is the tallest. How about that? So um, I grew up, like I said, with my dad still and then was my hero, right? My dad... Um, has worked my entire life at one job. Like, so he's maintained, works for the city uh, in a medical clinic, and he has worked at that one job for over, shit, I'm 38, over 40 years. So he's actually getting ready to retire. Um, He certainly has earned it. And um, he has always been so supportive of me, just like my mom. He's just a little bit more laid back than mom. Uh, Dad did things for me in my childhood that I wish more fathers did for their kids, specifically if they have daughters, Um, which is why I have standards, because I have a man in my life who showed me what to accept from men and what not to, 
So he led by example. Thanks, Dad. Um, always read bedtime stories to me at night, like dead ass. Like always read uh, a storybook before I went to bed. My favorite book that he used to read me um, of all time was Freckle Juice. Um, every Monday, it was Monday night football in my house, right? And so him and my sister have a really tight bond because she's like a dude when it comes to football. Like it's amazing to me how well she knows football, right? But that was our thing in the house. Every Monday we would watch football. Back then my father was a huge Cowboys fan. Now he's a Patriot fan? Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's the team now he's, he's, he's rocking with. And um, I just wanted to tell you, Dad, because I know you're listening, <laughs> that I love you so much. Um, you're my best friend. You always make time to listen to me no matter how erratic or, you know, unstable at times I may be emotionally, right? But you've always been there to listen to give me great advice, to support me. Like literally, my dad, I'm 38. I can call my dad and if he got it, he gonna give it to me. Um, just because I'm his daughter and uh, he still plays a very active role in my life. You know, I'm a single woman, even though I got my masculine, not with my masculine right now. So I am a single woman and uh, you know, I don't have men in my life to do much of anything for me. I just have my dad, right? Um, and so I appreciate him so much. You guys would never know. Like, I don't wanna cry right now. Dad, I don't wanna cry. <laughs> but that dude is my best friend. And it's so weird because if you see pictures of me, you guys, and you see my dad, it's fucking uncanny how much I look like my dad. Like, he spit me out, you heard? My mother just carried me. She would argue and say, ah, you look like me too. And yeah, I look like both parents, but if I stand next to Jody, opposed to standing next to Yvette, you gonna be like, damn, you look like your pops. <laughs> that I do, so shout out to you, dad. I love you much. Also, the song that I played before I got to talking to you guys is um, none other than the legendary uh, Billie Holiday that was all of me. And it's funny because I actually was going to discuss um, the movie that I seen filmed by Lee Daniels uh, yesterday, the Billie Holiday, uh, Billie, uh, United States versus Billie Holiday. I, I'll get into that in a minute, but this song or that song is one of my father's uh, favorite songs. He has a lot, um, but he loves Billie Holiday a lot. My mom and our grandmother does also, but uh, this is one of his favorite songs. So I figured I'd play that for him like I did for my mom. You know, respect, respect. So dad, enjoy your day. I love you much, stay young. And um, yeah, I'll see you when you get back to New York. Okay. So, um, moving forward from that, you guys, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, whew, almost forgot. So Spain, I did not forget you. I don't think I played last segment your, um, country's, uh, national anthem. So, uh, I'm going to look for it today, but also in addition to Spain, um, now listening in Indonesia is now ah, listening in to my podcast. So shout out to you, Indonesia. You guys don't even know. I be like so hype and shit. Cause you know, I appreciate the love. Like sincerely, I really do. And uh, when I look at it from a uh, state wide audience um there are like cities that i didn't even or never even heard of you guys know i'm very limited when it comes to where i've been right i haven't really had the luxury of traveling yet in my life but that's gonna come right god knows what he's doing that's coming that's coming but um when i look and i i see my analytics and i see all the states um i got about 34 now so 34 you guys are listening to me and I love you so much and I really do appreciate you. I learn more and more about the cities that are in these states. Um, some of 
which I've never even heard of until I see that they are listening to me. So I just want to tell you guys, Indonesia, Spain, all 34 states in the United States, all the other 33 international countries that listen in uh, faithfully, I so appreciate you guys. I really do. And I love you sincerely. Um, so yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this, but um, I'm, I'm, I feel like I did. You guys, I don't really play back my episodes, so I don't know <laughs> if I mentioned this or not, but fuck it. I'm going to say it if I didn't. Um, and if I did, I'm going to say it again. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but Jay-Z and uh, Mary J. Blige, as well as several other artists, are now up for nominations in the Hall of Fame. So I kind of feel like I did mention it, but in the event that I didn't, um, I am encouraging you guys, you know, those who are really um, music head lovers like myself, I would think most of you guys are, um, to take advantage of having the opportunity to actually vote for your for the nominees. Um, for the Hall of Fame. So let me just make sure I know I have this correctly. I feel like I did mention this, but fuck it. Like I said, um, the 2021 Induction Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees are Mary J. Blige, Carol King, Kate Bush, Fila Kuti, DeVoe, LL Cool J, Foo Fighters, New York Dolls, The Go-Go's, Rage Against the Machine, Iron Madden, Todd Rundgren, Jay-Z. Ah! <laughs> Y'all know I'm a whole fan to the death. Tina Turner, Shaka Khan, and Diane. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is why you need to put your glasses on, Cole. Dion Warwick, all right? Yeah, so shout out to all of these nominees. You guys have up until, I believe, uh, April 30th. Once a day, you can actually make a vote um, at vote.rockhall.com. Uh, it's a fan vote, which seems to be something relatively new that they're doing. I'm super excited. I think I said this before in the last segment. If I mentioned this, I know I had to have. Um, and so, yeah, every day I've been doing my vote. Um, I'm kind of surprised that LL, well, even before LL, like, I'm surprised Shaka and Tina wasn't already in the Hall of Fame. I don't know what the hell that's about. Um, but either way, you guys, I encourage you to participate if you have a love of music like I do and do so once a day until April, uh, till we find out who the, you know, who's getting inducted. So shout out to all of them and good luck to everybody that's a nominee. Yes. Sorry, you guys. I'm drinking my tea. Drinking my tea. All right, so let's just get to the fuckery, because you know, it's so hard to avoid it sometimes. I try to, but hmm, it comes across my lap. So I'm gonna discuss this shit. So uh, for starters, you probably heard this, because this is like maybe, I wanna say four or five days, if not a whole week after the fact. But just in case you didn't, Right? Or if you did and you just like to hear me talk about it. <laughs> Here you go. So, Young Thug. Young Thug. Ooh, I tell you, sometimes you got to be careful. What you say out your mouth and when you say things with a sort of cockiness and arrogance about it. Because spirit works quick. And all of us can get touched by spirit. Ain't none of us above it. You know what I'm saying? There's some people who think they got certain wealth or certain uh, financial stability that they can do things, um, say things and lack any form of consequence for their actions. And I don't know who told you that, but, um, yeah, it don't work like that. So young thug. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all know I'm not a huge fan of young thug. I don't 
know, know him personally, but, you know, he's definitely not an artist that I listen to. Shout out to him for just doing what it is he does, though. Um, I'm fair with it, right? You know, it's it's not... I was going to say it's not personal because I don't like him, but it sort of kind of is in a sense that I don't like his character. At least the character that they show us, right? Because I have never sat down and had fucking tea and crumpets with this nigga, so I really don't know. But based on what the media presents about him and his character, yeah, I could do without it. So I don't... He's probably he, he probably is an amazing rapper, Vaguely, vaguely, I have heard some of his music, but I just got to be honest, you guys, I don't play Young Thug's music in my car, in my home. I couldn't tell you one fucking song from him. And it's no disrespect. I'm just honest. Like, I need artists to know not every fan listens to every artist. You know what I'm saying? Artists have specific fan base, base bases or specific types of fans, and um, I'm just not one of his right so he's still who he is he's still you know got people who love what he does and you know what he contributes to hip-hop but um I really don't so here's the fuckery so ironically maybe a couple of days before the situation I'm getting ready to talk to you about occurred Young Thug was uh quoted uh, making a statement, I'm not sure exactly, don't quote me on this, if it was Twitter or Instagram, but I definitely know he made a comment about him having an abundance of money, his, you know, he got all this money, his family's good, ah, 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 ah. And that's amazing, that's awesome. I, I know most of us would love to get to a place of financial security where we can take care of not only ourselves, but our loved ones as well. But it's the cockiness and the fucking demeanor that came behind the words. Like, I don't think people understand there is a tone that you can gain or get from out of words. You know what I'm saying? And I felt it. Like, it was very arrogant how he was talking. And so, somewhere around uh, February 22nd or so, he went to uh, Las Vegas. And he hit the casino. <laughs> and he lost $800,000 fucking dollars gambling, folks. Gambling. No, I'm not even bullshitting you. $800,000. Say what? said that's exactly what I said when I read this I said wow the irony this motherfucker and hey maybe he got 800k to just throw away apparently right I don't give a fuck if I had it or not I ain't fucking gambling 800k and no fucking casino but that's just me right um he lives life I guess on the edge and uh he mentioned his loss on Instagram in like a one of those stories and um he wasn't too happy about it I mean who would be right he was quoted saying man Vegas just won 800,000 from me he was disgusted he really was that nigga said man I'm through looking at everyone in that motherfucker who's ever went to Vegas or anywhere there's a casino, the object of the game is to win money, right? And so when we, t- uh, I, I can't say we, because I've, <clears throat> here goes another, never. I've never went to a casino, you guys. I've never been to Vegas. I have never gambled. Yeah, no, I'm I'm planning to make up for, for lost times, you guys. I really am. But <laughs> I myself have never went 
to a casino and gambled, but I'm pretty certain if I did, I would have a limit, right, of what I'm willing to take out of my pocket and invest in gambling. And once that's gone, that's it, right? So I'm not sure what his bank quote was, but um, 800000 is steep, my nigga, to lose. Like, any amount of money to me to lose is... Like, wait a minute, what just happened? But 800K? Mm-mm-mm. But it shouldn't really hurt him. You know, he is a multi-millionaire. And I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain, especially after making that kind of comment he made days before losing at 800K, he got it. That's why he lost it. He had it to lose. You know what I'm saying? That's a sure fact. He had it to lose. So, yeah. You guys, when you go out to these casinos and you gamble, don't be gambling like young young thug. Because <laughs> you probably ain't got that kind of money. And if you do, I wouldn't advise you to do it like that. That's up to you, though. But, mm, yeah. Again, that's a, that's a huge hit. That's a hit. But I guess when you're a multimillionaire, you can literally afford to take hits like that. I can't even say must be nice because even if I had it, I ain't trying to take that kind of hit. I'm sorry. It's a lot more shit I could do with 800K than motherfucking gamble it away. I'm sorry. That's that's just me. That's just me. But um, update, y'all. Update on Gorilla Girl. So this actually is kind of fucked up. Like what I'm getting ready to tell you guys, I will be, you know, asking you guys to pray for her despite the drama filled uh craziness that had occurred with her regarding that um unfortunate incident with her using glue in her hair and you know literally sticking to her head for a month she um unfortunately had a um examination and they discovered lumps in each of her breasts during that surgery consultation she had for her hair. Yeah, this is really, really, really sad. Um, so the doctor who actually, Dr. Obing, who removed the glue from her hair is now giving Tessica a breast lift as well as implants as well as stomach liposuction. Yeah, so um, you guys, I'm just giving y'all the facts, okay? So apparently after removing the glue, this doctor agreed to give her all these additional uh, surgeries for the things that I just mentioned. Again, breast lift, implants, and stomach liposuction. However, during the uh, surgery consultation, excuse me for a second, I need to sip this tea. Mm. So unfortunately, during that consultation, two lumps were found in her breast. So, um, the doctor had a mammogram um, conducted that confirmed the doctor's suspicion. And thankfully, he has already had the two masses removed. Those samples are currently now being uh, tested for cancer. So hopefully uh, that's not a concern of hers. Sending prayers to her um, in hopes that this is not something she has to battle. Maybe she, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she want, might want to hold off on the whole breast lift and additional uh, augmentations and things of that sort. But one only knows. Just giving you guys the update on her. Dr. Obing and Las Vegas Center for 
Aesthetic Medicine is currently giving someone the chance to win a free breast enhancement and facelift. So if you're into those type of things, um, you know, um, getting work done on your body, body enhancements, um, lifts and things of that sort. And if you have a story and you want to tell it to see if you can qualify to get this free breast enhancement and facelift, um, you're encouraged to send a story to at unilad.com. That's U-N-I-L-A-D.com. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I'm not really in favor of enhancements of any kind or plastic surgery to each his own. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you do and that's, and if that's what makes you feel good about you, then Hey, do you, but when it comes to me, co, I ain't on that kind of time. I'm very content and happy with who I am and the transition my body goes through as I am blessed to keep growing older and wiser. So I am confident in my own skin, my body. And yeah, I had two kids. I have two kids, you know, stomach ain't a uh, six pack no more and shit like that. But I love me. I love my body. So I would not be on nobody's table getting no breast lifts, getting no added asses. Um, I have no preservatives, no additives, 100% natural. That's me, right? So I'm not shitting on bitches who get this shit done. That's you, bitch. I wouldn't do it. Like, we all independent or have our own minds. But me, per se, it ain't for me. It's no reason. It's nothing wrong with me enough to where I need to alter my body. Like, I'm not. I find happiness and joy within me first. So I don't need to put on a mask because that's how I look at plastic surgery or reinvent my physical body just to find contentment in who I am. It's unfortunate that a lot of young girls actually get surgery for those reasons because they lack self-love or they lack the ability to be happy with who they are. So they want to change their physical appearance and ultimately end up looking like every other bitch. I'm just saying, that's what y'all all all end up looking like anyway. Y'all all all look the same. Same asses, same hips, same tits. But anyway, (laughs) I just wanted to uh, tell you guys about that and the latest on uh, Tessica Brown. Also, this is the last day of Black History Month, like I mentioned earlier. And um, I was fortunate to catch two really great... um, African-American inspired themed movies. Um, one being, what was it? The 24. So I watched a movie and you probably heard of it or saw it. If you didn't, I recommend that you do. I get to see things kind of late. You guys, I'm not one of those that when a movie first comes out, Oh, I got to watch it immediately. Unless it's fire, fire, fire. And I've been waiting and anticipating for the, um, debut. But if not, I like to watch movies after the hype has died down, you know? So, um, that movie and the Lee Daniels, uh, United States versus Billie Holiday, uh, documentary movie, uh, that's currently on, I saw it, I think on Hulu. Was it Hulu? I think it was. But um, when I watch these movies, it always, you know, for me, it's just always. How do I word this properly? It always brings up emotions. I don't know how, as a black person, you don't watch these movies and don't get emotional about what our ancestors have experienced in the past uh, simply because they were black. So um, if you get a chance, please look at those two 
movie, specifically the 24 and um, the Billie Holiday, uh, Lee Daniels film. Really, really fucking good. Also, you guys, um, over the weekend, I was watching uh, Queen and Slim. And I didn't realize just how amazing that movie was. Like I said, I watch things late. I don't watch things when everybody else watches them. Um, And I'm an empath. So watching that movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you saw the movie, then you can concur with me. That's one powerful fucking movie. Very powerful. Like it gave me twin flame vibes. Um. The connection between, and I'm not going to break down the whole philosophy with the movie, but I'll just say the connection that they shared and created under unfortunate circumstances and grew to love one another is a love story that will stand the test of time. It's just a beautiful movie, you guys. It really is. It fucking really is. So, yeah. You get a chance, look into that, you guys. Look into that. Oh. Let's see, what else? What else? What else, you guys? What else? Uh. Oh, yeah. I forgot. According to Essence, Black Lives Matter has launched $3 million towards the COVID relief fund for the black community. Since, you know, you often hear a lot of times people questioning what is or where has the money went towards that people donate to the organization. And so I'm here to tell you that the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation and uh, BLM Grassroots announced uh, last Thursday that they will be giving $3 million to members of the black community who have been financially crippled by the pandemic. That's what's up, you guys. That's fucking dope. Word. Everybody needs to look out for one another. So shout out to Black Lives Matter. And all that they do and continue to do for our people. Just to give y'all you know, some stats really quick. If you didn't know, more than 506,000 Americans to this day have died from COVID-19. And then there's 28.3 million people that have contracted the virus. So, um, although Congress is still going through their plans of you know, some kind of COVID relief fund and the stimulus. Um, many still feel that Congress needs to step up and provide monthly survival checks to the communities. Uh, Patrice Coolers, the co-founder and executive director of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation is who actually uh, quoted was quoted saying that she states because they have refused to do so we are challenged to provide as much mutual aid as possible to help cover the rent groceries utilities gas and general cost of survival so um the organization plans to give a thousand dollar grants to black people who are struggling financially due to COVID-19 and black families who have lost loved ones at the hands of law enforcement or while incarcerated. So that's fucking huge, you guys. You know, and, and it, I definitely um, support Black Lives Matter. Um, really um, adamant about supporting the greater new uh, 
the Black Lives Matter uh, Foundation in here in New York um, with Hawk Newsom and his sister. Um, but a lot of a lot of people have criticized Black Lives Matter, and like most people who criticize, who's always critiquing and criticizing shit, they were always wanting to be. Uh, they always wanted to know where the fuck the money was going. Like, where's the money going? What are they doing with the money? Well, this is what they're doing with the money. Um, they have even been recently quoted. <clears throat> recently, they have been quoted as being comparable to the Black Panthers Party's free breakfast um, program for children, which is where WIC uh, thrived and originated from. Um, and I'm proud that they have taken an initiative to do this. Um, you know, it would have been you. We're sitting around waiting for the government to do for us. And when have, when have they ever? Um, by the time they do, it's like, really? But um, thankfully, um, they, there are organizations like this and several other organizations being created to assist black people in the communities that they reside in. So shout out to Black Lives Matter for that. Um, yeah. I'm telling you guys, you know, you gotta take care of each other. Or cause who the fuck gonna take care of us? Exactly. Now you guys know I fuck with Nigeria hard body. Got a couple of friends out there in Nigeria. I love all my listeners internationally. But I actually know some Nigerians that are really close to me. And so I keep abreast. I try to keep abreast on a lot of things that's happening worldwide. But I, I'm very, um, I keep an ear perched, listening for what goes on in Nigeria um, specifically. And around the 26th of February, news had came um, regarding a gunman kidnapping over 300 schoolgirls in northwest Nigeria. And there was an operation to rescue these 300 girls. Um, that actually failed due to not being able to pinpoint their location by late Friday. And this was exactly 24 hours after the gunmen seized them in a raid in their school. This is fucking crazy. Like, really? Yeah. So, the raid in Zamfara State, where the governor ordered all boarding schools to close immediately, was the second kidnapping in little over a week. And this specific region is constantly targeted by militants and criminal gangs. This is this is just sad. Um It was stated that the Nigerian uh government says that information or the information that they received about the location of the girls um, was that they were moved to a neighboring forest and that they are currently trying to track their whereabouts. This is crazy. Keep Nigeria in your prayers. This is just sad. But what is this? Gunmen have seized more than 300 schoolgirls in a nighttime raid in northwestern Nigeria, according to police. There's been no immediate claim of responsibility for what is the second such kidnapping in a little over a week in a region increasingly targeted by militants and criminal gangs. The assailant struck at around 1am on Friday, according to the information commissioner in Zamfara State, firing sporadically as they entered the government girls' science secondary school in the town of Jangebi. The police and the army have launched search and rescue operations for the 317 missing students. Zamfara's police commissioner, Abutu Yaro. We're on the trail of the kidnappers. That's why you find us in the fringes of the forest here. It's part of our locational efforts. And it's part of our cordoning, cordoning efforts. Okay. In order to retrace the, 
um, to trace the kidnappers and retrieve the students. School kidnappings were first carried out in Nigeria by jihadist groups Boko Haram and Islamic State West Africa province. But the tactic has since been adopted by others in the Northwest whose agendas are unclear. Abductions are now endemic around the increasingly lawless North. And Friday was the third such incident since December, when 344 boys were taken from a school in Zamfara's neighboring Katsina State. Last week, unidentified gunmen kidnapped 42 people, including 27 students, in an overnight attack on a boarding school. Officials speaking on a condition of anonymity say the rise in abductions is fueled in part by sizable government payoffs in exchange for child hostages, though the government denies making such ransom payouts. Earlier this month, President Mohamedou Buhari replaced his long-standing military chiefs amid the worsening violence. Yeah, so, as stated, a lot of craziness going on in the world. And so, um, y'all keep Nigeria in y'all prayers. Uh, I tell you, boy. If it ain't one thing, it's another, right? Now, Jay-Z, ah, you know I love to cover shit on Jay-Z. Jay-Z is actually um, auctioning his uh, luxury Douce bottle to support the Sean Carter Foundation. Now, I recently just, um, on my Instagram, did something uh, that aligned donations to go to the uh, Sean Carter Foundation as well. Um, if you don't know what that is, please, please, you guys look into it. It's a very amazing foundation that is centered around um, black children, or not specifically black children, but, you know, people who are trying to further their education, pretty much. Other things that they encompass, but that's the gist of it. Um... The bottle is a 1969 limited edition, and it's worth $10,000. It's featuring a 24-karat gold foil around the neck, a 12-cut crystal diamond, um, and it comes in a, a luxurious, like, leather box. And, of course, an engraved signature from none other than Mr. Cordler. So the... Auction begins tomorrow at 9 a.m. And the highest bid will be announced on Saturday, March 13 at 9 a.m. These proceeds for the sale will directly support the professional development and entrepreneur workshops designed for college alumni by the Sean Carter Foundation. I just... Hove is just doing such amazing things, like such amazing things. So I just want to let you guys know about that really quickly, as well as he's not the only one doing phenomenal fucking things business wise. Like I had to tell you guys this before I exit. Um, Master P, I love Master P. I remember the days when I was, a, I don't even know if I was a teen yet. I could have been, I could have been a teenager already. Uh, yeah, I was already a teen. I know I was still home, though. Um, when Master P came out with No Limit, and I don't know who at that time didn't want to be part of No Limit. Like, you couldn't tell me I wasn't a No Limit soldier. Um, yeah, that was a great era. I'm sorry, I just had a flashback because I'm seeing the video and all that shit. Like, I'm just seeing the whole videos back in the days. <laughs> on um, BT to get in the basement. All right, all right. Let me keep it going. Um, so Master P and James Lindsay launch financial home for underbanked and unbankable individuals. You guys, this is fucking huge. Seriously. Um. Because, you know, it's not every day that people give back, especially people who have accumulated wealth in their life. Um, some people don't feel like they need to do anything, but what they choose to do with their money. If they want to spend it only on them, that's fine, you know? And in all actuality, that is their choice. But I believe that if you've been blessed beyond measures, then what normal people 
would be receiving on a day-to-day basis, then I think it's only right that you give back. You know what I'm saying? That's just me, though. So, um, Masterpiece Boss Up Bank is by design an outlet that will target 63 million Americans. And these Americans are folks that have been refused lending by traditional banking systems. He states, we have created an avenue for the culture to learn more about banking and the importance of knowing your money. Which I have been saying for a while. Shout out to you, Master. Master P! I've been saying for a while, you guys. Like, it's really disturbing, at least in African-American communities, right? Um, Maybe they've started um, doing it now, but at least I can speak for when I was in high school. They didn't teach us in the hood about economics. They didn't, in high school, they didn't teach us um, the importance of saving your money and why uh, you need an IRA and what equity means and, um, you know, assets and things. I ain't learned none of that shit in high school. So, you know, I believe if we teach our children that earlier in life, they will really understand the importance of money and wouldn't be spending it so carelessly or frivolous things that have no true value. Like for me, clothes, like, yeah, we all like designer shit from here and you know, now and again, or nice items and things of that sort, nice clothes, whatever. But as I got older, I got out of that whole label concept. Oh, what's that? I'm buying that because that's this. And nah, my nigga, like I, I'm like that with jewelry. You understand? Because as long as I can remember, my family's always bought me jewelry because that's an asset. You dig? Like, jeans ain't no fucking asset to me. But these diamonds on my hand is. You understand? So, yeah, different, different, different way of looking at things. Um, Master P teamed up um, with a team of partners in the venture, including James Lindsay, founder of um, Rap Snacks, John Gossier, tech investor, venture capitalist, and James Elam, an entrepreneur, techno-creative, TV-slash-film producer, as well as uh, Ginger Campbell and many others. Masterpiece said that, and I agree with him, that there's a large part of the population who only deals with cash because they can't get a bank account. And you know why you can't get a bank account? Because... Uh, most times you fucked your name up or you may have been involved in some type of scam or something and your name is red flagged or, you know, it's, it's, it's always some shit that can prevent motherfuckers from getting accounts. And when that happens, Master P said, what are they supposed to do? You dig? Just to conduct business. In your everyday life. And I know this to be a fact because I still have a nine to five, you guys. You need a bank account. Jobs no longer even write out checks. Remember when you used to get a check from your job? No, they stopped that shit. They direct deposit. You better, it's too, even a check cash in places. You can buy a card, just a regular debit card and have your money applied through there. But you're not able to build. Like you, you know, building on interest and and certain things like you would a bank account. Now, Borsa Bank believes in second chances and they said they're ready to help. So this is great, you guys. They stand behind a policy that they they not only want to be looked at as a trustworthy banking partner, but they also want to encourage people to bank with them so that they can help them build their credit scores. So basically we kind of leveling the playing field. So I'm super excited about this, you guys, as, as well as you should be past the word. Look out for this. I did a segment some, what was it about maybe two or three segments back where I was discussing, um, wall street and, uh, the creation of um, stock exchange being um, 
an, org an organization coming into stock exchange that is primarily African-American. So you guys, things are being done. BossUpBank.com has already launched and allows people to subscribe for more information. So if you're interested in knowing more about this bank, it's B-O-S-S-U-P-B-A-N-K.com. You guys, look into that shit, all right? They already established distribution networks to retail stores in over 70 cities. They making moves, y'all. Fuck with your people, y'all. Okay? So shout out to you, Master P. You're the greatest. Um, also, P said that they are stark contrast to check cashing services, money orders, pawn shop loans, payday lenders, and even prepaid cards. Was I not just talking about that? This is dope, you guys. Shout out to you, Master P. I can't wait till I can meet you people in person. That's right. I know I'm gonna meet y'all in person. So shout out to you, P. Now, before I exit you guys, I was wondering, has anybody been keeping up with the versus battles? Um, I ain't even gonna bullshit you. I really haven't. I think um, after the Keisha Cole and Ashanti's battle got rescheduled, um, I fell back a little bit. I'm not sure what happened with the momentum, but um, I didn't even get to catch E-40 shit. Shout out to E-40. Um, but recently versus did another, um, versus, uh, another versus battle. And I didn't even know that this took place. I believe this was yesterday and it was the first ever solo versus battle. So it was with D'Angelo, which was pretty fucking dope. Um, you guys better not act like y'all don't remember who the fuck D'Angelo is. You're my lady. That was that shit. Anna, Anna. Woo. You're my lady. That's my shit, y'all. All right. So, um, yeah, apparently he did this all by himself. Um, he was at the Harlem's Historic Apollo Theater. Uh, he took a host of his fellow recording artist friends like Method Man, Red Man, and her along with him. DJ Scratch uh, warmed up the crowd with his mixing skills, of course, and played a lot of nostalgic hits and, you know, took viewers on a musical journey that um basically began with a lot of 1970s R&B and went straight on into the 1990s hip-hop to neo-soul. So... As always, you know, the celebrities be in the building with the comments. Um, Snoop was there in the comments. Comment, Melba Moore, shout out to Bun B, uh, Spicy Adams, Lenny Kravitz, Juicy J, Tank, Tank. <laughs> um, but um, from what I gathered, because you guys, I didn't get a chance to see it. I, I'm going to look at it um, later today. But I just want to let you guys know that um, if you didn't know, this took place yesterday. If you did know, uh, send me some feedback um, on how you felt about this uh, solo battle. I mean, if y'all giving D'Angelo a solo versus, why the fuck haven't we did a solo versus with Ho? Right? Because it's really nobody to... Have Hove do a versus against unless, and I keep saying this, motherfuckers, unless it's the other Carter. If it's not Carter versus Carter, then just forget it, right? But I'm just surprised that D'Angelo was the first artist to do a whole versus um, in which he was not going against another artist. So if you did see it, let me know how you felt about it. And um, yeah. We can discuss that a little further if you like. But I ain't gonna hold you too much longer. It is Sunday. And, um, yeah. I know how much we have things to do. Right? But before I exit out of here, I just want to tell you guys I love you much. Um, 
again, shout out to Spain and Indonesia. Uh, shout out to my dad for his birthday. Um, and um, I will see you guys soon. Same channel, same place. You are ready. So Spain, let me shout you out real quick. Indonesia, and then I'm out of here, you guys. Indonesia, you're up. To all my listeners, if like you know, you feel some sort of way about this, then yeah, you might not want to continue being a listener because I show all countries respect um, because they show me respect. So you don't like listening to this? Sucks to be you. Um, you can log off or get off at any time, but I'm gonna always show love to those who show love to me. Indonesia, you in the building?
everyone is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone.